But let's get into this whole thing about I've healing been feeling this way growing, for a really long time. And these are the things that everybody is thinking. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're a woman. I don't care if you're a girl. I'm not even like, really talking about me. I think you know I'm talking about you. For everybody this is what they don't tell you. feels this way because I get it. Mm. And it's as simple as that. This is the fine print. So, there's a running joke going around about dating apps. Actually, the more accurate way to say it is that there is a joke that has been run into the ground about dating apps. The dating pool has pee in it. And if you haven't heard that until right now, ha ha, laugh it up. Except it's not really funny to me anymore because everyone says it now. But we all know what that means. Basically, it's saying that the quality of people in the dating arena is very low. Ask anybody who is single and or has been on dating apps before and they will tell you that the good ones are all taken and the ones that are left only want your money or only want sex, can't carry a conversation or are just generally unpleasant among so many other things. But if you sit back and think about that, doesn't it make you scratch your head? I hate generalizations. I know that if there's one exception, it's not the only exception. So it certainly can't be true that every single person on earth is trash. That would include ourselves. And we didn't always feel this way about dating. So what changed? Now, as I always say, I ain't got the answers, but I think I can make sense out of this. What if I told you the dating pool doesn't actually have pee in it? You would probably laugh in my face, but hear me out. I think we're just going about it the wrong way. Let's talk about it. And if I don't change your mind, message me at the end of this episode and I'll give you $20. Psych, I ain't got that kind of money, but hear me out anyway. I'm your host, Leslie, and this is episode seven. Today, I am talking about dating and the dating pool. And this is funny because when I first made this podcast and I kind of ironed out all the topics that I wanted to cover, I made sure that dating would not be on the list. Why? Because everybody and their mom talks about dating and relationships on their podcast. It's always just a bunch of the same recycled opinions that no one wants to hear anymore because they're ridiculous. And it's almost like, what else can you say about it? Because everyone's talking about it. So it's so oversaturated. I was like, I'm going to steer clear of that. But the more I hear people complain about dating and talk about their crazy dating stories and everything like that, the more I kind of started to sit and wonder about it. And I feel like I have a fresh perspective on it. Hence the title, The Dating Pool Does Not Have Pee In It. And I know hearing that, if you're single and you're currently dating, you probably don't believe that. And I can understand why. But maybe by the end of the episode, you'll feel differently. And I also want to say, I'm not here to just ignore the red flags and awful people that do exist. Like, I have had 
a plethora of unpleasant dating experiences, as I know a lot of y'all have too. So I just want to kick this episode off with a little bit of fun. Not really fun, but I just wouldn't be me if I didn't take a minute to sort of acknowledge the unsavory things that are swimming within the pool that we think is full of pee. So if you follow me on social media, you probably saw that I, uh, one, have been sharing screenshots of like people's profiles or uh, things that people have said to me that was kind of like crazy and off the wall. And I also asked y'all, or I asked my followers on Instagram, and I'm, I think it came through to Facebook too, what is the craziest thing somebody did or said to you while you were dating? And I'm not going to share all of them, but I do want to share the funniest ones. Just in case you didn't see, somebody said, a person said to them, you look like you would make a good director for porn. Another person said, she asked me to send a car and I did. And she showed up with her friend. I paid two times cry emoji. Another person said, a person said to them, you look like you like to be choked. Can't wait to wrap my hands around your neck. Actually, they said, can't wait to wrap my hands around your sweet neck, which makes it 200% more creepier. They also had multiple people ask if they would pee on them. And they had someone ask them to pretend to be dead. So much crazy stuff that they honestly forgot. But if those were the first three that came to mind, I know I'm no longer in the top running for craziest dating experiences because if people were saying that to me, I would just be done. Um, and a note on the person who said the girl brought her friend and he had to pay for both of them. I've heard from men, uh, when men are complaining about dating apps or whatever, that they always come across a lot of women who just flat out ask them for money. This is before the idea of a date even comes up. Women are apparently out here asking men for gas money, for bill money to help them pay their rent or just money and you know as as like a transactional thing no mention of getting to know them it's just like they're there for the sugar daddy without the sugar uh which is okay wow that's crazy another person said the latest one said that she said sorry i can't read the latest one said that sandy hook wasn't real and we all know how it is to sit across from a conspiracy theorist Someone said, a man told me once he could tell the type of woman I was based on the shape of my teeth. And another funny one, was called a cabbage patch nigga because I drank a Jack and Coke. Now, I don't even know what that means. Maybe it was their way of saying that he's childish. I've always thought a Jack and Coke was a a manly drink if we want to be silly and say that drinks are manly or womanly, but... Whoever said that, I don't I don't know what she got going on. But Cabbage Patch Cabbage Patch Nick is kind of funny. Just just the way it sounds. This person I don't feel is a Cabbage Patch Nigga, but that's a crazy insult that's kind of slightly funny. Um and I thought about also for this episode, I thought about if I wanted to share a personal dating story. But I feel like I really can't think of any that just don't and in a wildly inappropriate way or just something that may throw off 
the <laughs> the vibe of this episode because I don't really want it to be all ridiculousness. I really want the main point of this episode to be, you know, my new fresh perspective. Um, but I will say that one thing which I will tell in a condensed way was I was talking to this guy on an app. I remember he worked in IT. He was kind of introverted, kind of shy. But compared to most of the other people I was messaging at the time, he was very respectful and nice. Um, and not like pressuring me for anything. Just very much whatever flow you want to go with, that's the flow we can go with. And I appreciated that. So when he asked if I wanted to meet up at a diner, I said yes. Now, this was not the most super attractive person that I've ever met, but okay, whatever. Um, sometimes people's pictures versus their in-person look is different. So I met up with this person and he got there first. So you know how you meet somebody at a restaurant and when they get there first, they have to wave you over, you know, so you can see where they're sitting. So I was looking around and then I spotted him and he waved me over and he kind of smiled. And I kind of tilted my head because I was like, oh, I don't know if that's the person I came to see because now that he's smiling, he looks different. But I was like, no, I, who else, you know, would be here? So I went over to the table. Surely enough, it was him. So we hugged and everything. And then when I got a good look, when he started talking, I noticed that this man had about four teeth total in his mouth and the ones that were visible in the front were visibly rotting. So there were like, you know, maybe five teeth total in the front and like four of them were like black for like 70% of the tooth. It was very weird. They're like, oh, <laughs> just, they were just decaying right before my eyes and Obviously, there was a breath situation, too, and what I really could have done was get up and leave, but I feel like that would be mean, so I stayed, and ironically, you know, with this whole mouth situation, this guy had a lot to say, and I had to just listen to it, um, and I lost my appetite. I think I, I ordered some kind of pancakes that were, like, huge pancakes, like they were German pancakes or something, I don't know. And I maybe ate like a third of it. And I just, I couldn't continue because trying to be polite and make eye contact and then just continuing to get a glimpse of the, of the teeth and then a whiff of the breath. Like it was just very hard, but I, rem I smiled, I talked back and I just went home and told myself that if I ever come across a person's profile who do not, and they're not smiling in any of their pictures and their mouth isn't open, and just maybe just swipe left because it's, I, I, I get people with messed up teeth usually know that they have messed up teeth. And so they don't like to smile. And I just, I know that now. Um, that's the only story I'm going to share because it's like the mildest one. <laughs> I do want to move on. <laughs> but I, I just want to run through some things like for people who... Because ironically, dating apps are really popular, but there are still a lot of people out there who are single and they have their opinions about dating and they've never tried apps. So if you've never tried apps or if you're on there and you're just frustrated, just in case, I just want to give you some stuff to just save you some time 
So you can just swipe on some people right away. Swipe left as in not interested because I, I really think people may still be entertaining people that they should automatically be avoiding. So like people's profile, a lot of people give themselves away in their profile section and you could just swipe left, you know, based off of that. And for me personally, I, I just see stuff that I'm tired of seeing and I feel like it's either cliche or weird or a red flag. So yeah, whenever people say, <laughs> be passport ready, I'm here to take trips. I, I'm not going out of the country with somebody I don't know. So I, I don't know what these people are into, but I don't know if you like traveling internationally with somebody that you don't know anything about, go for it. But I just, I don't even know if I like you. So why would I go out of the country with you? Hmm. There's so many common things that people say in their profiles, like chill and laid back, looking for uh, someone who's chill or I'm chill, I'm laid back. I don't know. Just say something else. I just feel like <laughs> those people are not very original, I guess. Whenever you see someone saying anything about like-minded individuals that they're looking for to build a team, again, and I might have mentioned this on another episode, that's not even about dating. It's a pyramid scheme. That's like the key phrase, looking for like-minded individuals looking to build blank, blank, blank. Swipe left. Um, anytime people have a weight limit about the, the type of woman or man that they like, and they're like, must be beneath this number of pounds, swipe left. Anyone who's like, I only date certain races, I only like Latino and white girls. Even if you're Latino and white, just swipe left. <laughs> um, a lot of guys in Atlanta anyway like to say, don't be ghetto, don't be ratchet. I saw one that said, if you say phrases like, it's giving, then you're not getting any respect from me. And I think all women say it's giving. So that's crazy. Um, there was a guy who was like, I like pretty feet. Please let me do ABCXYZ to your feet, which is odd. I, I personally hate when people put in their profile, ask me, because there's literally a section where you can say anything to try and sell yourself. And for you to say, ask me, I just feel like it's lazy. Um, anytime somebody says too busy getting to the money, I don't even know why you're here. If you're too busy, <laughs> get off the app. I, any, any person that's just like hyper-focused on money is not going to give the proper focus to somebody that they're trying to date. So you can go ahead and swipe left on them. And my personal pet peeve is just when people don't put anything in their profile at all and when they don't read what's in mine. So like every question they're asking me is literally something that I've listed. <laughs> don't worry about it, never mind. This is just my personal pet peeves. I feel like these are surefire red flags. Of course, um... People who do certain things in their pictures, too. I mean, if anyone's posing with guns, that's a pretty much swipe left. If anyone's saying that they are, if anyone's advertising that they're selling drugs of any kind, <laughs> I mean, swipe left just because that's not smart to do. So already you're an idiot. So, but yeah, communication um, when anyone is asking, or this is for women only. 
I feel like when guys want the first date to be at their house, for me, that's a swipe left because it screams stranger danger, you know? It just, I go to your house. I don't know what kind of trap doors and contraptions you got. I could go to your house and then never be heard from again. People who take days to respond, just a waste of time. People who want to meet up right away. And I'm talking about what's your name? How was your day? What do you do for a living? Okay, would you like to go out tonight? What? That's not enough for me. On the flip side, people who never want to meet up. You've been texting this person, messaging them for days, weeks, and they just never mention anything about meeting up. Or when you do, like they're always busy or they found time to do everything else except for make time for like a quick coffee date, swipe left. People on dating apps, especially men, they like to call that being a pen pal, which is not what a pen pal is. But it seems like you also when they say that swipe left. (laughs) You've been talking to somebody four days and they call and they say, I'm not here to be pen pals. Just block because shut up. That's not even what a pen pal is. Uh, Anyone who sends WYD every single day and not much else, block. And everyone unfortunately knows this, women anyway, people who send unsolicited dick pics. I'm so sorry. I don't know why men think at any given moment, we just want to see their genitals. But it's, I don't know. I don't know if there's, if there was a grand meeting about that or something, but it's just happened to all of us. So I feel like, I don't know if it's a phenomenon or a sickness. I don't know. Stop sending people dick pics if they don't ask you for them. I don't even know why that has to be said. But anyway, just in case you didn't already know that, if you come across any of that, For me, I would say all those are red flags. Just go ahead and swipe left. If you're already in conversation with them and it comes up, just go ahead and block because no. And I could say so much more, but again, that's not what I want this episode to be about. So now that I've kind of pushed that out of the way and got that out, let's get serious because of all the people I just talked about, I would say that they only make up about 25% of dating candidates today. Yes, I just made that statistic up. But no, I really think we're looking at this dating thing the wrong way. So if we're talking about apps, first of all, I'm just going to say generally apps are an unnatural way to meet a romantic partner. Think about it. You got countless profiles of random people from everywhere, all walks of life, all mindsets, different belief systems, etc. So off the bat, your chances of meeting somebody that's like on your level is a lot smaller. And yeah, like there are filters for age and area and race and religion. And sometimes maybe you have to pay extra to use certain filters, but it's still a Russian roulette. Like, let's say you're looking for people who have the same education level as you, or let's say you're looking for people who are, I don't know, just of a certain mindset, you're going to be leafing through a lot of just random people that don't fit that before you get to people that you like. And then once you do, think about this, you're swiping based off their pictures and maybe a couple facts about themselves, 
which have both proved to be only a tiny indicator that this person might be decent. Might be decent, right? Like, it's easy to look at a picture of somebody and say, oh, they're attractive. Yes, I'm interested in this person. But if you're somebody who feels like attractiveness and personality matter, you know that so far... You, don't, you still don't really know. You can just say that they're physically attractive and that's it. They could be an asshole. They could be dumb as a box of rocks. They could be hateful. They could be mean. I mean, whatever kind of traits turn you off, you still don't know if they do or don't possess those things. So just the fact that we just have to go off of a face and some things that are said, which can be lies and photos, which can be fake, Gee, you know, it's it's you're still not really landing on something solid. Also, everybody isn't on dating apps for the same reason. So a lot of time gets wasted because some people are there for friends. Some people are there for hookups. Some people are there for fun, for kicks. Some people are there for serious dating. And regardless of what they say on their profile, sometimes they don't enclose that. They may be here for hookups, but they'll tell you they want something serious because that's what you said. And, you know, it's just, I don't know how many days or weeks it takes for y'all to find out that you're not on the same page. But when you do, now you've looked back and you're like, dang, I wasted all this time talking to this person. And this ain't what I want. Also, communication, which we all know is sparse on dating apps because you're never the main focus. 90% of the time, I made that up as well. I don't know these statistics for real, but you're not going to be the main focus nine times out of 10. Usually people take days and hours to respond, which makes the other person start to lose interest naturally. And when that happens, they can just hit up somebody else. I don't know how it looks for men on dating apps, but for women, I feel like people are always going to be swiping on you. So you're going to have matches just sitting in the bucket to go and revisit at any time. So if you talk to a guy and it's good, but for six days you don't hear from him, even three days, you're like, ah, forget it. Let me just move on. Let's go through the Rolodex. You know, who else liked me? I'm going to hit them up. And you're just, you know what I'm saying? If If you're a monogamous dater, that's already not working for you because you're hopping from person to person. And even if you don't care about talking to one person. Maybe you date multiple people at once because that's how you figure out what you want and what you don't want. You know, you're you're either losing out because the focus isn't on you or that person is losing out because your focus isn't on them. And just the general nature of hopping from one person to another, it, we're kind of just treating each other like we're disposable because maybe it doesn't take this person not responding for four days for us to decide I'm done with them. Maybe they just say one thing we don't agree with and we're like, oh no, it's an instant swipe. You know, if you're talking to somebody who's like, well, actually I'm celibate. You might be like, hell no, swipe left. Or, oh, I'm, I'm actually an atheist. Oh, swipe left. Like this is literally just one thing that somebody can say and you're just, and not to say that there's not a reason that would be um, justified for you to swipe left on them. You know, if you find out somebody 
you know, if it's your religion or your beliefs or, you know, I don't know, racism, whatever it is, it's valid. But it's just the notion that that's all it takes is the one thing. And we're like, oop, done with them. They're useless to me. And it's very weird. I feel like we shouldn't treat each other like we were disposable. But because, again, we're going through all this randomness, we have to leaf through and filter out. And that just doesn't feel good to treat people that way. So I also feel like on dating apps, you don't get a well-rounded idea of that person because you only get what they give you directly. And what I mean by that is like, when you meet somebody in person, you can see them and observe more. So let's go back in time for a second. I don't know, go back to middle school, high school, somewhere in that area. And remember remember a person you had a crush on and what that was like. like. When you saw them in the hallway, you know what I mean? What did you like about that person? How did you feel when you saw them across the room? Maybe they like floated across the room. Maybe they had those really cute dimples. Maybe they had a really big butt. Maybe they were really smart, really charming. Maybe they winked at you all the time. Maybe they had this great, amazing smile. Whatever it was, you know, this is something pure, you know, it's like a pure feeling that's just not happening anymore, or especially not when you're using an app. And the reason why it's not happening is because when you develop a crush in person, it's because there's some form of awe or mystery or curiosity and literal genuine interest. Like you see that person and they're acting whatever way that intrigues you, that makes you interested. So you 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 naturally want to know more and because they are in person or in the same place as you you can continue to like watch them and learn more about them even before you work up the nerve to say something to them you can't get that swiping through pictures you know at the most you will find them attractive and appreciate something that they wrote that you thought was funny or that they had in common with you but that's it and again those things just might be for show and not even be real and on a dating app, you just you just get exactly what they give you in person and that's all you know. So if you meet somebody, let's say you meet somebody on a dating app and you hit it off and y'all talk for however long you've, you've kind of moved your focus from the other people that were in your rotation and it's just you and them. And y'all are hanging out more, you're going out, but all you know is what that person gives you when y'all hang out together. So what they say to you directly, how they're acting when y'all are together. When they go back home, when they go to work, when they leave, you don't know what that is. You don't know anything about anything else. So it really could just be an act to impress you or it really could just be you know, a separate thing that's existing with you. But when they get around their friends, you know, maybe it's something else. In person, you can see more and get a real, a well-rounded feeling about them. Like how do they walk into a room when they're angry, when they're having a bad day versus when they're having a good day? How are they acting? How do they address authority or older people? How do they talk to their mom on the phone when she calls? How do they talk about the opposite sex when they're with their friends, you know? When he's with the guys, are women bitches and hoes? When she's with her friends, is it men ain't shit? Like, 
you can you can get a glimpse of all that and you can kind of work that into your your feelings about them. So being able to observe their behaviors when they aren't interacting with you directly are just as important. And that's like the missing part that we are just not going to get from a dating app. Also, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I didn't want to talk about dating because of these damn dating podcasts. And I feel like thanks to them, now we have a bunch of unreasonable expectations for each other. So if I can just say like, please take podcast mics away from my people in 2024 because I'm tired of the silly ass takes, you know. I'm sure everyone by now has seen that list of first dates that women are not allowed to be interested in or first places to go on a first date that are like forbidden. And it's the worst thing ever. I I probably should have had it pulled up so I could like criticize a few, but it's, it's ridiculous. It's the worst thing ever. Over half the list are like actual very ideal dates, but they got like don't do coffee dates, don't do uh, ice cream dates, don't do, I think something said don't do an activity, don't do, I don't know, it's ridiculous. Let me not even try to lie about it, but I for one love coffee dates and ice cream dates because they're inexpensive and you can literally do the same thing that you would do at over dinner. Um it just saves y'all some coin, which I feel like everybody's trying to do these days. So what? If you don't like coffee dates and you don't like ice cream dates, please get away from me. Anyway, this other thing that has been passing around or this this weird group realization is this whole masculine feminine thing. It is so, it really grinds my gears. You got all these men saying, women are too masculine. I want my woman to be feminine. People are putting that on their dating profiles too. They're like, must be a feminine woman. (laughs) And it's just like, y'all don't even know what feminine means. Shut up. Shut all the way up. They will call a woman masculine just because she's wearing sweatpants to run errands. You know what I'm saying? As if we just supposed to wear short skirts and heels to go get an oil change. What is, who? I don't know who taught people that. I don't know where that trickled down from. But it is like poisoning the minds of men. And whenever I hear people say masculine this, feminine that, I just, oh, I just almost just want to throw up because it's so stupid. I, I don't even feel like people understand those words and what they mean. Who but moving on, because I'm about to just get upset just thinking about it. Anyway, I understand that nobody wants to settle, you know, but we're, I feel like we're not finding the one because we're being a little ridiculous about what they got to have. Salary, all they got to make six figures, body types, all that, like neither of those things are guaranteed forever. You may not have money forever. You're definitely not going to have that body forever. So I don't know. I feel like let's let's cool it a bit on the on the crazy stuff. Also, we all have at least one thing we can come down on. So I mean, just check your standards right quick. Maybe maybe your list is cool, but just check your expectations right quick. You know what I'm saying? Even me. I 
Everybody ain't going to be bow-legged, you know? I like bow-legged guys. I don't know why. It's really nice to watch them run up and down the basketball court. But I, that's not on my list because I know that's ridiculous. So just, you know what I'm saying? Just check yourself a bit. You, you may not need to, but you might need to. But yes, <laughs> moving on. You know, I mentioned in person is it, kind of better because you get a better picture of who they are. But we're not meeting in person anymore. Uh, and we're not meeting in person because we're not really interacting in person. It's it's odd because men, I, I noticed, men don't really walk up to women in public the way they used to. This is not including a gas station environment. Just want to say that because I know since the beginning of time, it seems, men will approach you at a gas station Whew, and they won't leave you alone till you get back to your car. So this is not including that situation because usually the type of people that approach you at the gas station are the type you don't want to talk to anyway. But we've heard stories of women being attacked because they declined a man's advances. So I think it makes women weary of being out alone. And it has also made a lot of men apprehensive about saying anything to women because Maybe they expect rejection or animosity, so they just don't do it. There's a lot that sit in that group. Some kind of realize, on the other hand, just how crazy and creepy some men tend to be because of those stories that we hear. And they just don't want to possibly make women uncomfortable, so they don't attempt. And we appreciate that. But in social settings, we're also not very social, like at lounges or clubs or um events you know people people aren't dancing together or talking they're just on their phones or with they with their group of friends taking selfies or taking videos of the crowd no one's really interacting which it it just takes the fun out of going out also because we're so attached to our phones you know screens it, it just makes us somewhat awkward with people the more that we are attached to them or to the screens, I mean. So like even when we go out on dates with new people or just go hang out with friends or go to a social space by ourselves, we tend to cling to our phones for security. Like we'll look back at our phone when it gets awkward and there's nothing else to say. Or we look at our phone when like the conversation just kind of reaches a dead point. Or we look at our phone because we're by ourselves and we feel like, if people are watching me eat or drink, like maybe they're judging me. So let me look at my phone. Like it's just, it's weird, you know? So I will say if you want to meet people in person because you feel like apps don't work out, good idea. But it's important that you seek out the right spaces to be in. So either go to shared environments, like places that you're comfortable in and that you are already in a lot or place that you're a regular at because most likely if you're in a place a lot you kind of are familiar with the people a little bit more maybe you know a lot of the people and the people are most likely sort of on your level more so because I don't think you'd be hanging around in a place with people who just make you feel different or weird or whatever uh, but if you don't have a shared environment or a place that you're comfortable in then go to events that are meant to be social, that are like the literal point of them is for people to interact with each other. 
So mixers, you know, discussion events, anything that's like an art show or art related, naturally people are talking to each other. Um, anything like a class, you just learn something new. Uh, dance clubs have that vibe. Gay clubs have that vibe. And also, recently that I've I've remembered, salsa dancing. Salsa is literally a social dance. And if you go anywhere to salsa night or sometimes they have classes where they teach you how to salsa and then the second half of the night is salsa dancing, you you won't have time to sit down and look at your phone. Because if you're a woman, I don't know how it is for men. I can only speak for women. But if you're a woman and you're at a salsa night, you might as well just leave your phone in the car. Because men are going to be walking up to you asking you to dance every few minutes. And it's just great. If you never got <laughs> if you never got the satisfaction of going to your, I don't know, middle do we have dances in middle school? Middle school dance or just whatever. And you always felt like you were the girl that guys never came up to you asked you to dance. Baby, go salsa dancing. I was salsa dancing with one of my friends for her birthday. I don't know, I think it was the summertime or something. It was early this year. And then me and salsa danced me into the ground. Do you hear me? I could not even catch my breath. And again, this is me as a beginner. Half the people that came up to me, I was like, hey, man, I'm not even good at it. And they were like, no, it's fine. It's all right. And child, they just spun me and spun me around. I don't even know what was going on. But, you know, <laughs> if you're not dancing with like a, a very stiff person maybe he's he's nice like you have conversations while you dance if he ain't spinning you too fast because sometimes it happens too but that's a big one for me salsa dancing is a thing that makes me restore my faith in humanity because it's just really cool to see men and women interacting and dancing together I ain't mean to get off on a tangent about that but maybe I need to go back salsa dancing because it's exciting okay um, another reason, <laughs> another reason that dating probably sucks right now is some people, or shall I say, maybe a lot of people are dating for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? Some people are literally dating because they're lonely. I got quiet because I know there was someone who needed to hear that. Some people are literally dating because they're lonely and they just can't stand to spend all that time by themselves, which I understand. I live at home. I mean, I live alone and I work from home and it's trash. I don't even have a goldfish to talk to. But um, we all have heard by now that it's better to be by yourself than to be with somebody who is not good for you or, you know, be with somebody for the wrong reasons. But if you've been in a relationship and then you go to not having a relationship, you miss that stuff, right? You miss the intimacy. You miss having your person. You miss having somebody to spend time with. And sometimes, sometimes we attach ourselves to people and we really probably don't like them that much. But we look past the things we don't like and we just try to zero in on the stuff that we do like just because we don't want to be by ourselves. And y'all, we can't be doing that. Another reason people are dating is for stability. I, I've heard a lot of people say, especially since the pandemic hit, 
that they were um, in a relationship that had pretty much gone bad and they had otherwise planned to go their separate ways. But when the pandemic hit, maybe people lost their jobs, people's financial situations changed. They just stayed living with that person and just tried to make the relationship work because they weren't in a place where they could separate and go on their own. And we know the economy is crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? Paying $900 in rent is a lot better than just paying the whole 18 by yourself or 17 or whatever the rent is where you are. Mm, you guys probably heard that car. But if you did it, that means I did a good job editing it out. My bad, I'm going to focus. So, yes, stability, which is not a good reason, but I know it's a reason. Filling a void. Some people just don't like the silence. They don't like the boringness that comes with not being with a person. So they just got to talk to somebody. They got to be doing something. They got to be going somewhere. They got to be having fun or doing activities with a person, an ideal person. And it's it's just not cool. And then also... A lot of people are rushing or trying to rush into serious situations. I don't know if it's because they're looking around at their friends who are getting married, having kids, sort of forming a family and leaving the leaving the friend group because they found their one and it's making other people rush into finding their person or a person just so they can also say they got somebody too. Because nobody wants to be a third wheel. We want a double date. I want to be able to bring my date. So we can hang out with you and your boo. You know what I mean? I don't want it to just be me and y'all. That's weird. I understand. But these are all reasons that dating is probably not working out for you. Because it's rooted in something that is not healthy. So think about that. The last reason why you might think. The dating pool has pee in it is you might not need to be dating right now. And what I mean by that is like, first, if you're dating actively, ask yourself why you're out here. <laughs> why are you out here dating? Is it because you're ready for a relationship or is it because you're lonely? Is it because of, you know, all those reasons I just listed? Those aren't very good reasons. Are you out here trying to make somebody jealous? Are you out here trying to make it appear that you're over somebody when you're really not? Are you just looking for someone to pay your rent? You know, you, I don't know. You just may need to ask yourself, just check in with yourself. Also, is there anything you need to work on first? Sometimes when we try to date and we find people and it's cool and then it's not and then it's cool and it's not and then we just keep seeing the pattern. Sometimes it's us, you know? Sometimes you got to ask yourself, is there anything I need to work on first? Am I the chaos? Am I the problem? I can say firsthand that sometimes I'm the chaos, but I'm by myself, so it's cool. I'm just the chaos for me. Have you spent enough time with yourself? I mean, maybe being single isn't fun i know most people probably don't prefer it especially if they've experienced what a good relationship feels like but at some point you gotta spend some time with yourself 
just to get to know yourself. You can't always be attached to other people, dating or otherwise. You know, if you're always with other people, you'll kind of never be able to sit down and hear your inner voice, hear what your mind's saying, hear what your spirit and your soul is saying to you. So you might just want to, you know what I'm saying? Spend some time with yourself. And last but not least, if you're dating and it sucks and it just trash all around, take a break. You know, you can just stop. Delete the apps, delete your profile. The people you message in is like, it's just routine at this point. Y'all aren't even talking about anything interesting. It's just W-I-D. How was your day? Get at, just stop. Just take a break. Just cut it off. Just take a break. Do something fun. Go touch some grass. Take a walk. Get get back with your fitness routine. Read the Bible. Go to church. I don't know. It's sometimes when it's bad, you just have to stop. Because if you keep forcing it, you know, it's just it's just gonna continue to be bad. So until you stop and say, hmm, is it me? Is it what I'm looking for? Is it what I want? That's not like good things to want. <laughs> You'll just keep having problems. And there you have it. Those are all my talking points. You know, it's overall, it's not the people. It's, you know, the, the, it's not the people. It's the way we go about finding the people. It's the way we're thinking about people. We got to stop worrying about what these people make, what their bodies look like, what their body count is. Please. Get that out of your head. How much money you need to be spending on a date? What places you're taking people on and how that matters? That is just all silly crap, okay? And apps aren't all bad. You just have to take them with a really, really large grain of salt. One of my best friends actually met her husband on an app. And the most interesting part is that all started falling together after somebody checked back in on being ghosted or they thought the other person ghosted them, but it turned out to be a misunderstanding, which is hilarious because at this point, ghosting is a very normal part of dating apps. Either you get ghosted or you ghost them, and that's the end of it. But the fact that one person was like second guessing, like, dang, what happened? And just literally asked, and it was like, oh no, it's not what you think. And now they're married. Kind of makes you wonder, that cute person that ghosted you? Maybe their aunt just died. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, apps don't have to be the way. On the flip side, you know, maybe maybe you're just like, I'm done with that. Like, I stand firm and feeling like they're not for me. Because, again, I don't get the full picture. I need to be able to see you, observe you a little bit, as well as, you know, see how I feel about talking to you. So, if you're like me, that just means you got to be more social. But don't just go into random places because they're full of people, you know. Go towards your hobbies, places you feel good about. And if you don't have a situation like that, seek out environments that are meant for interaction. Like salsa dancing. Oh, for real, y'all. If you've never been salsa dancing, please go. It's so fun and it's just so nice. It's I like it. I enjoy it. I think you'd enjoy it. Take a friend, salsa dancing. Add it to your bucket list for next year. But anyway, if all that's still failing, doesn't seem like it's working out, just take a break. You know, don't force a good outcome. 
in shitty circumstances. Sometimes you just have to let things breathe. And people like to say, once you stop looking for something, that's when it comes to you. That might be true. Because I've been looking for Mahershala Ali. I know he's already married. And I know he's a famous actor and he's older than me. And it's just never going to happen. But maybe one day if I stop daydreaming, he will call me. You think? Probably not. But, yeah. You can do bad all by yourself. Sometimes that's just what we need anyway. To do a little self-reflecting. To do a little self-care. And some people get a kick out of self-dating. You can date yourself. Take yourself out. It's not as fun. But you can still do it. But that's all I've got. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. I'm so happy that I just have a a nice, loyal group of listeners. It's really nice. And if I didn't change your mind about the dating situation nowadays, that's cool. You know, maybe you're sitting there and you're like, nah, I hear what you're saying, but the dating pool still got pee in it. And for you, that might be the case. But at the very least, let's just retire the damn joke. Obviously, I appreciate my listeners and everyone who supports the podcast, but I always got to shout out I Make Mad Beats, who made the music, and I got to shout out Prez Remo, who made the graphic that you see in the thumbnail. If you guys want to follow them on their social media, please do. Their handles are in the description of this episode. You guys, it's like roughly two weeks or something until Christmas time, and usually it's an exciting time of year. You know, people got the Christmas lights out and the decorations gifts holiday cheer all that good stuff and I always have to remind myself that Christmas is not always a happy time for everybody because some people don't have family to celebrate with and some people are getting used to spending the holidays without a loved one that they may have lost so when you go out into the world this holiday season as I always say be kind to people respect people who may not be in the holiday spirit because you never know what people are going through Give a smile, give a compliment, and keep it moving. You know what I mean? And also, throw out that stuff in the refrigerator that has just been sitting there. I know everyone has, like, condiments and stuff that's just been in there. Just go throw it away. Throw it away, because it's it's not no good. You know you're not going to eat it. Just throw it away. All right? Love y'all.